episode of the Halloween podcast. I am your host Lyle Perez and today I got some exciting news. The Halloween podcast will be back with new episodes. But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know where I've been. I got a lot of messages on Facebook and email asking where I've been and if there's going to be new episodes of the podcast. I think the last episode I released was in October 2020. Well, if you want to know the short version, I was one of the self-employed people whose business was completely destroyed by the COVID restrictions. I'm sure a lot of you know, but I ran my own essential oil and CBD business for many, many years. The sales from farmers markets was my number one source of income, but the restrictions closed down all the farmers markets that I relied on. Not to mention, I spent somewhere around 20000 building a storefront here in Tennessee, which I never really got to open properly because of the restrictions. So, all this to say, I needed a new career and fast. Right in the middle of It's a 90s Halloween Countdown, I got approved from the Real Estate Commission here in Tennessee to get my real estate license. Literally the day they approved me, I signed up for the 90 hours of schooling that I needed. I finished and passed the entire real estate course in about five-ish days. I studied for the exam for about a week and then signed up to take the test. On Halloween, which seems very fitting, I officially became a real estate agent with United Country here in Savannah, Tennessee. So. I'll take this opportunity to say if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate in Tennessee or anywhere in the U.S. actually, let Lyle from the Halloween podcast help you out. I may be licensed in Tennessee, but if you're thinking about buying a home in any other state, reach out to me first. I have a huge network of great agents all over the U.S. that I can hook you up with, and I'm sure they will do a good job. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but once you buy or sell your home, I'll get a little kickback for referring you. Or if you know anyone thinking about moving to Tennessee, send them my way. It won't only help me out, but it will also give me a lot of free time to create more wonderful Halloween content for you guys. So if you've enjoyed the Halloween podcast and thinking of buying or selling any real estate, help out your favorite show by reaching out to me first. I'm actually pretty good at real estate. I had about 35, well, it was actually 36 closings my first year. Not to mention, I went from a school to license in about two and a half weeks. My broker told me he's never seen anyone get their license that quick. And he's been in business for 25 years. But yeah, support the Halloween podcast by reaching out to me for all of your real estate needs. Just send an email to thehalloweenpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, that's where I've been the past year. Trying to start a new career in a town that I've only lived in a couple of years. It's pretty tough to be honest. A lot of the agents here have it so easy as they lived here all their lives and pretty much 
know a lot of people. One of the key things about real estate is knowing people, having contacts to being in front of the public eye. I mail out so much promotional material that all of that stuff has my face on it. So I know I get recognized at stores. So me not being from here or the South for that matter, I have to work extra hard for my leads. It's not easy and it takes up a lot of time. Time that I can be spending on recording more shows for you guys. Which brings me to my next update. I'm in the process of testing out co-hosts that will join the Halloween podcast as more of a permanent co-host. I've been looking for years, but no one seems to want to join an already pretty successful podcast. I'm sure it's because the right person is out there. I just haven't come across them yet. So in the next few months, I'll be doing shows with these potential hosts to see who I have the best chemistry with. I'm putting this out there, but if you feel like you'd be a good fit for the Halloween podcast, send me an email and we'll talk. So I guess that's all the updates I have. I want to thank all of you for listening to my little show for all of these years. It's been a lot of fun, and I hope to be able to continue them for many years to come. As long as there's Halloween content for me to cover, I'll keep it going. Before I go, I want to release a show that was previously on our Patreon page. I recorded this one many years ago with guest Sarah. She was on the episodes Dia de los Muertos and The History of Witches. We had a lot of fun talking about the Roseanne Halloween episode, Trick Me Up, Trick Me Down. This was Season 4, Episode 6. So enjoy this episode, and I will be back with more content soon. You guys, thanks, and have a good night. Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast, the podcast dedicated to nothing but Halloween stuff all throughout the month of October. And today I have my friend Sarah with me again. Sarah, say hi. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> You're doing the April thing. All right. So. <laughs> all right. So uh, today we're going to do something special. Uh, but I say that all the time. I mean, if it's a, it has to do with Halloween, it's going to be special to me because I love Halloween. I'm pretty sure Sarah loves Halloween. Uh, I love Halloween. Yeah, we all love Halloween. That's why we're listening to this Halloween podcast. And on this one, we're going to talk about a Roseanne Halloween episode. And specifically, the one we're doing is Season 4, Episode 6, Trick Me Up, Trick Me Down which I thought is uh, a good name for the episode for what happens inside of it. And I liked it. Sarah, what'd you think? I liked it. It was a classic Roseanne Halloween where later seasons, they got a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I mean, it was season four, so it was right in the sweet spot. Yeah, the sweet spot. It was around the time where if you watch the first season, You'll notice that it looks much different than the uh, mid or middle seasons. 
Um, I don't know if they use different cameras or what happened, but the um, quality of it just looks a little different. And yeah, you, you can you totally can tell, tell in like the opening scene. Yeah, that was filmed in the first season. Uh huh. Or the sequence. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Um, but th this episode is uh, from back in October 29th, 1991. And I think I was six, around six years old. So I don't, I I don't remember much. Five-ish. Somewhere around there. Yeah, October yeah. 29th. And uh, the cool thing about the, these old Halloween episodes is that they did them as close to Halloween as possible. And I, I know The Simpsons sometimes does them in like November, but I, I think the only reason they do is because of uh, it's usually ends around the same time as the baseball season. So the World Series is probably on and they can't air it because Fox is like a baseball channel, it seems. So yeah. I think that's it why it used to be did. on Halloween or like yeah. that weekend. Uh huh. And then but something now happened. It, now it's changed. Actually, I think it might have been September 11th that changed it because uh, I remember football used to be, it used to end in like January, but now it ends in February. And I'm pretty sure it had to do something with September 11th because everything got pushed back a week or it got pushed back two weeks because of all that stuff that was happening. Um, and yeah. I think they just kept it that way, but I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly what the real reason was for all that stuff. Or, you know, TV execs being TV execs. Yeah, it could have been that too. But who knows? So Roseanne, yeah, this... Ro I have a funny thing with Roseanne. Um, I never really watched it as a kid. I kind of watched it as I got older. And then as I, as I got older, like I stopped watching it again for a while, mostly because it wasn't on syndication. And then in recent years, probably in the last five years or so, it's just been popping up everywhere. It was always on at my house. I think my mom wanted to be Roseanne because <laughs> she grew up really middle class, uh -huh. but then uh, we weren't middle class <laughs> uh, okay. growing up. Uh -huh. uh, but rewatching this and watching it later on as an adult, it I can realize how much it shaped my humor. Yeah, and like <laughs> how Roseanne's humor is like that sarcastic, deadpan. Sometimes it's how I am. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it definitely was influenced growing up. I haven't watched it in like the last 10 years. I think this is the first episode I've watched in almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it hasn't been that long for me. I mean, if I've seen all of the Roseanne episodes quite often. Well, I used to probably about four years ago, but then I haven't seen them in a long time. And when I mean by watch them I mostly mean listen to them because five years ago I was working at a desk job and I needed stuff to listen to there was only so many podcasts back then that I that I would actually listen to and so I would just watch put them all on my iPod and listen to them while I was at work so that's how I I've listened to these episodes so many times that I can start quoting them but then when I actually watch them, it's a whole different experience because I'm not used to seeing what's going on. I'm used to it just playing in my head while I'm listening to it. Um, and it's a show where there's lots of stuff going on in like the background and stuff. Yeah, it, it's very visual. They did a really good job with all the decorations and everywhere. Um, it, yeah. Their costumes um, was always good. So it, it's it's much different watching it than it is just listening to them. But yeah, all right, yeah. let's... 
let's go right it. in. <laughs> let's go right into the episode. So the episode, <laughs> the episode starts kind of very cruelly, I would say. Um, Dan and Roseanne. We just hear them screaming. Yeah, and it's at each like other. it's like the most fake screaming I've ever heard in my life. That is the first note I have. <laughs> <laughs> that it's fake <laughs> screaming. This is the fake screaming. Because <laughs> yeah, you first you hear Roseanne go, ah, like almost exactly <laughs> like that. And then you hear Dan go, and they just kind of escalate themselves. Uh-huh. And then you just hear, like, I think it was Dan yelling last, right? Um, yeah, he was like going, ah, like he was dying or something. But, yeah. like, he was fake dying. Which is crazy. <laughs> But they were screaming and stuff because uh, the next door neighbor or one of the neighbors, Kathy, was kind of just like wandering by and she hears the screams. So she she kind of like creepily goes around for a bit. She she like walks into the house. Who walks into somebody's house? Honestly. Yeah, that was weird. But like my husband grew up in a lower class, working class neighborhood like that. So I feel like it's that to mm-hmm. him is normal right. <laughs> so I think that was part of it but not for her that character because she it's very clear that she's lowered herself mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to be living there so that also it was it was weird <laughs> it was very weird because she, she just opens the door I mean if I really heard people screaming like that I would probably call the cops versus going inside and putting myself in danger but I well, mean I don't know because it was so fake. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So she was probably just wondering what was going on. So she, yeah. so she goes in and uh, she's like, hello, is anyone here? And then she finds Dan just like gutted on the kitchen table. Well, why she's she's going in, like she's trying not to touch things. And then she goes <laughs> to the stairs yeah. and she touches the banister and she's like, Dan? <laughs> and then pulls away, and then she moves her fingers like the banister slimy mm-hmm. or sticky. Like, I can't tell if it was slimy or sticky, or if she was just grossed out that she touched it. <laughs> Maybe it was just dusty. Who knows? Maybe. So, yeah, and she finds Dan. He's all just laid out, um, fake guts everywhere. And the thing that really bothered me the most was you could actually still see him breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I that is another I was just gonna say he like takes this big breath and then it's like he remembers he's not supposed to breathe because uh-huh. <laughs> then you don't see him breathe again <laughs> yeah, and then Roseanne like creepily gets behind her but the way the house is set up well, where was she standing that Kathy wouldn't see her there is when you behind the living room is their bedroom uh-huh. but there's like a little alcove so I oh, think she was just standing, standing in the little there. alcove yeah, waiting for I her to guess. waiting for her to walk <laughs> by. So she's all yeah. standing there with a big old butcher knife or big old cleaver, whatever it was, and she's all like, "Maybe it was a chef's knife." <laughs> yeah, she was just sitting there looking all eerily, and uh, she was creepy as. Sh- <laughs> you gotta be careful. No cursing. 
Sorry. She was just, like, so creepy. Like, I was like, I feel like she could stab her right now. Yeah. And she, that, that's what it looked like. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kathy saw that, and she was very freaked out from it. And Roseanne's just, like, talking to her, saying, I don't know, it's just like gutting a fish. I, I don't know why I, make, I keep making such a huge mess. And then she makes a joke about Dan not being Becky's father because she's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah, she's all like, yeah, but Be- Becky's dad was blonde too. I mean, oh. like, they weren't, they're not Becky's parents because how is she blonde? She's like the only blonde one there, huh? Yeah, dirty blonde. Hmm. Interesting. I would say. Roseanne's but got yeah, some she's secrets. Very blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um. she gets all freaked out, and Dan comes up behind her with you know, holding his guts and. And, uh, he has a liver in his hand because yeah. he kept saying liver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scares her. She she screams like her scream is like a real scream. It's not the fake screaming they did in the beginning. It's a straight <laughs> no, up scream. Really <laughs> yeah, so she was all scared and she's like, oh, I don't know. Um, uh, you guys are terrible people. <laughs> no, she said horrible. 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 And then she goes to leave. And then she turns back and comes back to them and goes, horrible people. <laughs> they are horrible people. Who does yeah, that? Well, they, yeah, it was weird because they were trying to do that, like, roll of three with the laughs, but mm-hmm. it, it just didn't play off right with the timing, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, so strange. But then after yeah. that debacle, that pretty much sets up what's going to happen in the show since Roseanne's now all paranoid. She's going to be paranoid throughout the entire thing about Kathy getting back at her for the joke. But uh, we get to the to the intro, which is the uh, intro where they're playing... Uh, what are they doing? They're playing cards? I think Poker it's, it's or Uno or, or something. And the strange yeah. thing is that um, if you look at that intro, or if you look at, I think, all the intros, it kind of... They're sitting around a round table and... The camera goes behind somebody and where mm-hmm. the fourth wall is supposed to be you could actually see that it's all enclosed like it's an actual house um so i don't know if they if they just built the entire set to be enclosed like that so they can do that circle around the entire table or if they were actually inside a real house i don't know if you noticed that i don't think anybody notices I that really didn't but yeah, that makes me wonder. Yeah, because I feel like they have done in other seasons angles from where you're watching someone like cook at the oven, which is on that same fourth wall, mm-hmm. the stove. So I wonder if they just had another wall that was movable. Yeah, they would sometimes move. Could be, but, but yeah, I do always like how they did like the table around the table to see everyone. Yeah, and another strange thing, if you pay close attention, there is like an extra hallway back there. Where we're supposed to be, the viewing audience, there's an extra hallway. And somebody, I don't remember who it was, um, I think one of Roseanne's friends, um, she comes out of there. She's um, she, she comes out of that hall, and and it's supposed to be where we're at. So, I don't know, that's that's very strange. It's not the, the like, the mudroom? Because I always thought it was the mudroom. I don't Did they come out? No. I don't know. Next time you see it, check it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, going to watch it like 10 times now. <laughs> watch it because I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody realizes it 
Because, I mean, it's not something you would really pay attention to, but you actually see where the fourth wall is supposed to be. And it's there, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, okay, so enough with the intro, because we can <laughs> we can spend a whole episode on, on intros. I'm sure we could. So Dan and Roseanne are now in the kitchen. They're cleaning up, and uh, Becky walks in. She's she's going to go out for Halloween, but she's she's not going to be anything. She's not going to be in a Halloween costume. She's not even going to a party. I think she's just going to yeah. go out, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, Darlene's just going to stay home. Yeah, they're really disappointed at that not, neither of their kids are... Well, Becky's going to go to a movie... And Roseanne asks if it's going to be a scary movie. Mm-hmm. And Becky goes, no, I'm over <laughs> that. Oh, man, I hated that Becky character. <laughs> she just, like, she bugged me. But you know what the strange thing is? Out of the two Beckys, um, the first Becky is the one that I'm most attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I hate her the most. Um, Even with that haircut? <laughs> well, when she gets a little older and it's not a ball uh, haircut like she has, that's when I was all like, oh, yeah, she's actually much prettier. But, I mean, now she's... She looks, she looks very pretty in the promo promo mm-hmm. photos for the new season. For the new season, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be watching that for her. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> sorry to my lovely wife, but we <laughs> do what we right. do. Um, but uh, I like how many times Dan says liver in like the first <laughs> five minutes of this episode. Yeah, he says it to Becky a couple of or not to Becky, to Darlene a couple of times. Uh, he, he says it to Kathy. Becky, yeah, yeah, Becky, Darlene, and, and Kathy yeah. all get asked if they want liver more than once, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of liver that was. If it was cow, pig, who knows? It was too small to be a human liver. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, um, Darlene. I did like when Becky uh, made the joke about how she needs adult role models. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 what kind of role? They're not even role models. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's a Scott Bayo joke thrown around in there. Um, well, I wrote, "Who didn't want to marry Scott Bayo?" Because. I remember wanting to marry Scott Bale when I was younger. Hmm. I don't know, because you're not the first one that I've heard that from. So yeah. Scott Bale must have been the crush back in the day. I was also five, so... Well, whatever. I mean, yeah. Scott Bale, Scott Bale, he, he looks about the same to me right now, so... Uh, yeah, he does look about the same. He's like Ralph Macchio. They never age. Yeah. So uh, DJ ends up walking in, and he's straight up alfalfa. <laughs> well, I felt like he more looked like Egg Grimley crossed with Pee Wee than alfalfa. He did kind of. He had the <laughs> uh, the Pee Wee tuxedo on. Um, yeah. And then I guess the only thing that was really alfalfa was the freckles and the point in his hair that was sticking straight up. Yeah. But, but it uh, was, like, too long. Like, it was more like Ed Grimley's than Al... Because Alfalfa's is short. Right. While Ed Grimley's was, like... <laughs> it's all huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he didn't want to be Alfalfa. He wanted to be Terminator. I'm guessing this was, what, 91? So yeah. it had to have been a reference to Terminator 2, cause it, or Terminator 1, because I think Terminator 2 was in 1992. Okay. So, I mean... 
I, I would have understood. Yeah. I would have understood it more if it was a Terminator Two reference, but I don't think it was supposed to be. I think Terminator was what five years ago at this point. I don't remember when Terminator came out. Eighty yeah. something, but don't know. That was a strange reference. But he wanted to be the yeah, Terminator. Yeah, it was. And then I thought it was weird because Roseanne and Dan were pressuring the other kids to be creepy. And and gross, and mm-hmm. they were being creepy and gross, but they were pressuring DJ to be cute. Yeah, maybe because Without he's the baby. I guess. Uh, who knows? I mean, some of the other ones, he was what he he was a witch the year before, and the year before that, he was a um, like a dead ninja or something. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why they wanted him to be a cute little thing this year. But, yeah, so he didn't want that. He wanted to be Alfalfa, and then he comes back later with... with Well, uh, Dan tells him Alfalfas kill Terminators. Yeah, that they kill Terminators. <laughs> that's something and that's that, a total dad joke. <laughs> total dad joke right there. That's something I would probably say to my son. <laughs> and uh, Roseanne's all mad that the kids don't want to do anything for Halloween, and that kind of sets up more of the storyline that's supposed to be, like, the background story. Well, they reminisce about some of the past Halloween family adventures, such as throwing flaming bags of dog (laughs) goo. Which you never saw in the two previous ones. That never happened. Would have been cool, though. But uh, Mm -hmm. Jackie then walks in. Jackie's the sister, Roseanne. And and, uh, apparently it's like a big secret that nobody knows what Dan and Roseanne's going to be because Jackie's trying to figure it out, but they're not telling her. Yeah, it involves tubes, we find out, though. Yeah, we find out something. (laughs) And Uh uh, not much, but, I mean, when the reveal happens, it's not really that big. (laughs) Yeah. So, but one thing... It's not their most elaborate one they've done. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. Uh, One thing I didn't understand is when was this supposed to take place? Was it supposed to be in the morning? Or or when? Because the the kids aren't in school. And I don't know if... If, if it was it seemed like night. after school yeah it kinda. did but then they were also referring to that night like they were saying oh yeah the party at the lodge tonight which if it was like five o'clock or so tonight would be like what two hours from now an hour from now when we have to be ready and out the doors to get there at around eight when parties usually start for halloween so i don't know when this was supposed to be because it looks dark it doesn't look like it's like it's uh during the day well, and yeah, Becky wouldn't be going out to the movies, I don't think, during the day. Right. So, I don't, um, know, I don't know when this yeah. when this is supposed <laughs> to be. Stupid time frames. So yeah. Ta- talking about the lodge party. Everyone's going to be there. Um, Jackie has to go alone because she just broke up with her boyfriends or whatever. And she's lonely. She's calling all of her old boyfriends, leaving them messages. Do women really do that? Um, Yeah. <laughs> well i have um, to ask because that's never text happened to me. messages in this day and age <laughs> yeah i guess it would be text messages and but and yeah stuff. you get lonely and you're like oh i you know i had good conversations with that person mm-hmm. let me let me send them a text see what's going on but then you reg- you regret it <laughs> yeah as we find out later because uh she called she she even mentions that she calls booker and it and was then, half mentioned yeah. i feel like the other ones there was more conversation and then she was like and booker and roseanne was like oh booker oh yeah 
Which, I mean, I don't remember him being in in the other episodes. Mostly because the ones I watched the most were the Halloween ones, not any of the other ones. I think it was, like, the first couple. It had been a couple seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that later. Yeah. And then DJ walks in. He's the alfalfa nader. uh, He's looking for his grenades. Which are in his (laughs) bottom drawer. Because that's where you keep grenades. Yeah, and then he goes, (laughs) oh, yeah. Yeah, I hated that little kid. I don't know. <laughs> he's not a good. Yeah. He's not a good actor. Like you can see him like wanting to smile the entire time. He's like supposed to be serious, and I I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he he's he's a cool guy. Got but better in the later ones. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. We'll but see. They never gave him good thoughts either. Yeah, he was like, just supposed to be like. There was like, no DJ centered thing that happened. Yeah, like, he he was supposed to be, like, if you're looking at the family portrait, it would be the family, and then he would be, like, a sticker po- posted right on the, on the picture. That's what he was. like, he oh, was. we should have a boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it felt like. So they needed to give him better lines. Um, yeah. But I don't know if he would be able to deliver them <laughs> pretty good, because he couldn't even deliver the ones that they gave him. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll see in the reunion. Yeah, we'll see. What we'll happened? See. He's supposed to be there. I mean, he's he's my age i think i think he's like 32 or something 33 yeah somewhere around there so he's my age and we'll see we'll see how he goes but um so yeah they're talking about the lodge more and uh, and all that stuff so they're doing a terrible job at carving a pumpkin the yeah whole time. they are <laughs> I mean, because Dan's like opens it up, and then he's like, "Jackie, take over," <laughs> and so well, she just Dan starts taking the over the whole time he was on the screen to just carve open the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if it was if it was evening, <laughs> I mean, you got to get that thing done and and out there. You, you got to put him out for the trick or treaters already. Exactly. Just taking their time, but we get uh, we get a nice cut, and then we're at the lodge where the party's happening. And, uh, Which is a very elaborate. Part. Well, the decorations were nice, but all of the costumes were so elaborate. Mm-hmm. They were. Um, let's see. Who was it? Who's that? Because it was Jackie who was dressed as Morticia. Who was the other lady? I don't think I remember who um, she was. I remember her name, but she's one of the side characters. Yeah. And she sticks around almost all the seasons. Yeah, she's she's the one that comes out of that mysterious door in the intro. Yeah. She's the one that does she, it. And she works with them at the Loose Meat restaurant when mm-hmm. they open that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But she's dressed as an yeah. Elvira, um, but they look identical. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be Elvira, you have to have the big hair. Uh-huh. You have to. But I, I mean, did notice that she did have the um, the top going on. Uh-huh. If you, like, kind of, the third time I watched it, because, like, okay, she's trying to be Elvira. Let's try to find something. Yeah. Um, her dress was kind of more Ivira than Morticia. Yeah, like more uh, low but you cut. Can tell because the wig was covering everything. Right. Yeah, so she was supposed to be Elvira, which I didn't think she did a good Elvira. And uh, cool. so they're all mingling, hanging around. And then Artie uh, comes in. He's the ghost of Elvis. Jackie, hi. I hate to ruin the party for you, but Elvis's ghost is here. Artie. Did he see me? I don't think so. But I wouldn't hang near the free food too long. Okay, right. <laughs> I can't believe you both came and share. Jackie, Jackie. So close. <laughs> I got 
situation here. Nancy's with me tonight. She's the axe murderer over there in the corner. Cute. So you just can't be coming on to me. You understand? I think I can control myself, Arnie. I really appreciate it. Whoa, she's seen us. Quick! Act like you never slept with me. Bye, Arnie! I love you! <laughs> I did. I hated Tom Arnold, uh, Tom Arnold's character in this in this show. It just always bugged me. I think that's probably so what forced. it's supposed to be. Yeah, it was. It was very forced. Yeah. I feel like all the time, and he was. I mean, he was. He was very much on drugs the whole time too. Mm -hmm. So anytime he was on the screen, he couldn't stay still. Right. You can which see you that. Could definitely see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there, like, shaking, and he tells, uh, what does he tell Jackie? Something about, don't hit on me because I'm here with a date. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know we have something going on, but I'm here with someone, so you can't, like, spend time around me and hit on me. <laughs> I don't get that She's reference. She's over there, dressed as the axe murderer. murderer. Mm -hmm. We don't ever see who the axe murderer is. Right. <laughs> you don't get to see any of that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it goes on. I mean, everybody's just hanging around, having a good time. Um, and Roseanne and Dan, for whatever reason, they, they have to get, like, this huge introduction because they're going to put on a show. Um, and <laughs> they, they get, I don't know who that guy is, but they, they get him to do, like, a whole intro, and he's supposed to, like, introduce them so they can put on their show. He's like, totally doesn't want to. Okay, uh, everybody quiet, please. Please, everybody quiet. Come on, would everybody get a seat, please? Thank you. Everybody take a seat. Everybody. Okay, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it wouldn't be Halloween unless the Connors overdid it, so without further ado... just do it like we told you. Okay. <clears throat> Fellow Lodge members, we had booked a fabulous act to entertain you tonight, but unfortunately, they died. <laughs> but the show must go on, so here they are, fresh from the cemetery. Please welcome... Oh, man. Dedger Bergen and Mortuary Snurge. <laughs> It's great to be here. So, this is hell. It's worse than I thought. Now, Morty, I told you, we're in Lanford. Lanford? Say, isn't that Arnie? I thought I told you to go to hell. Now, Morty, these are our friends. Why, look, isn't that Jackie over there? Say, I hear she's a truck driver now. Well, that's a switch. Jackie in the front seat with her feet on the floor. Now, Morty, be nice to the people. Say, why don't you tell the people how we died? Simple. I let you write the joke. Yeah, like your stink don't stink. Anyway, my termite-riddled little friend, are you ready to do our little song? Oh, God, don't let her sing. Shut up, Arnie. Hit it, Dedger. Well, I come from six feet under with a dead guy on my knee. I'm heading down to Hades for to spend eternity. Yeah, I think he works with Dan. Yeah. And that's how he's part of that friend group. But he's like, he's on the 
the cusp of it because it's the 90s and it's network TV. Right. And he's the first father, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I do a lot of social justice work, so I know it's a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> So yeah, they get their whole introduction, like they're Mr. and Mrs. Halloween, and uh, curtain goes back, and they are introduced as Dedgar Bergen and Mortuary Snurd. Which one was which? Um, well, it's supposed to be like a a play on on the actual ventriloquist who was uh, Edgar Bergen. Um, okay. Edg- Edgar Bergen was Dan, and uh, Mortuary Snurd was uh, was Roseanne, and uh, the real people. Or the real ventriloquist and dummy, it was uh, Edgar John Bergen, who was born on February 16th, 1903, and he died on September 30th, 1978, at the age of 75. And he was uh, he was a ventriloquist, very well known. Um, he had uh, his two main characters, which uh, one of them uh, was a uh, mortuary, uh, mortuary was uh, Mortimer <laughs> Snurd who was supposed okay. to be uh, Mortuary Snurd. He was a dummy. And he also had another character named um, Charlie McCarthy. So those were his like two main ventriloquist characters that he always did and performed with. So that's kind of what that whole scene was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a play on them. And um, so, yeah, they do their their own little hack. And oh, it, so it was, hacky. So it, hacky yeah. it wasn't even good hack. No, it, <laughs> it was not really like torture but it was more or less like like if you're gonna go watch it, a comedian and they just yeah. bomb <laughs> it was like one of the jokes was I thought we were going to hell no this is uh, what's the town they live in Lamprey Le- Lamprey and guess oh Lamprey but Artie's here hey Artie <laughs> told you to go to hell <laughs> I was like there's no timing <laughs> these jokes no, I'm guessing it was supposed to be bad. I mean, they're not performers, or they're not supposed to be performers on the show. So yeah, but their timing just in real life is so good <laughs> that it was it was a little weird. Right. Yeah, but that's that's how it yeah. is. I guess that's what they were trying to go for. So, Except the song. Yeah, they do a nice little song. Uh, the song was good. Yeah, a nice little jingle, and then at the very end, Dan drinks the water, and it starts pouring out of Roseanne. <laughs> Which is why they needed tubing. That's why they needed the tubing. See, you get your payoff right there. Yep, there you go. And apparently that was supposed to be like a Halloween contest, or a costume contest, because they ended up winning 50 bucks for their uh, showing. Yeah. yeah. Which I remember in other seasons where we go to the large lodge party, they talk more about the Halloween costume contest. Yeah. Well, but yeah, this one was weird because they did a show. Yeah, they did a show and then they won the contest. It only got 50 bucks, yeah. which I'm pretty sure their costume cost way more than that. No, they made a joke that it, it what someone said, what, did that cost you $100? <laughs> I'm like, that cost way more than $100. Yeah. Even in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne's like, it's it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> it's all about the envy, is what she Yeah. <laughs> They want it's everyone the to be envious. So Roseanne, they, the party continues. Roseanne is all paranoid, thinking that Kathy's going to get back at him. 
and uh, yeah, Dan Matt Tanner has been coming dressed as clowns. Yeah, they're clowns. Dan doesn't care. He's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> if anything's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But Roseanne yeah. just goes way off the rails, just following her around, making sure she's yeah. not doing anything she's not supposed to, asking questions, and that's yeah. <laughs> it's all weird. Dan's at the bar with her husband at one point, <laughs> and Dan goes, "Oh, where's Kathy?" And her husband goes. Oh, she went out to the car. Where's Rosie? Oh, Rosie's probably watching her from the bushes as she's at her car. <laughs> this is creepy. She's very creepy. She's paranoid. That and paranoid she people is. do weird stuff. Yeah. But Jackie ends she, up finding a moose that she's uh, looks, very fond of. The moose looks like Bullwinkle. It does. So I was like looking for a rocky the whole time just in case just in case yeah <laughs> but no it was just it was just a moose and then she's talking to him she's really digging him and um, yeah. um he doesn't want her to know who it is because she he thinks it's going to be bad which it ends up being bad because it, it's a booker from the pre-mentioned phone calls that we got earlier and um booker is played by george clooney george clooney yeah and but i'm sorry George Clooney is never bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the, the thing I don't get is she's so surprised that it's him. And if they were really dating for, for a while, wouldn't you think you'd recognize their voice? Well, I don't think they had been dating for a couple years, if I remember right. I think they dated in, like, years beforehand. But and she you... says that she didn't talk to him, only left him a message. I guess. I mean, maybe she hasn't hadn't heard the voice for a long time that she probably wouldn't recognize him. But, I mean, I think I would recognize. If it was an ex-girlfriend of mine from, like, ten years ago and she was talking to me through a mask, I'd probably be able to recognize the voice. But that's yeah. just me. So, I don't know. And it does end up being George Clooney. And, uh, fun fact, this is the last episode that George Clooney comes on as Booker. I don't know if you knew that. It's Right before he goes to ER, does the ER start mm. soon? It does, right, uh, I think the year, the next year is when it yeah. started. And he moved on to that. And uh, we don't get a close of what happened with Booker at all. Because um, they're, they're, they go to their own separate room and they're talking. And um, then Kathy walks in and interrupts them. Um, she walks by and then Roseanne comes out and she's like, Hey, Booker, what are you doing around here? And uh, she gives him a hug, and then she says something. Um... Hi, Kathy. Your sister is insane. <laughs> Roseanne's new neighbor. Uh. Hey! Hey! Booker! Hey. Oh, man, look, Jackie, it's Booker. Booker was the most. I know. Hey, how you been? You look great. What have you been up to? Well... Oh, I can't talk to you now. <laughs> Uh, what does she say? She says something like she doesn't have time for him right now, and so she just takes off. And then that's the last time we see Booker. Um, maybe that's yeah. that's why he never showed up, is because Roseanne, the actual Roseanne, had no time for him, so that's why he never came back. <laughs> that that would uh, you know that did happen to a few of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very um, very strange. But yeah, that was it was weird. Uh, there is no I. I almost re I rewatched the end a few times. Like I rewound it the first kind of like, did I miss something mm -hmm. with Jackie's storyline here? Yeah, Jack. It goes nowhere. That's it. Like yeah. she talks to Booker. Booker's all like, "Why did we break up?" And she's like, "Um, because you cheated on me, you idiot." And he's well, like, she, "Oh yeah." He didn't cheat on her. He was with someone else, and 
got with Jackie, which oh. almost is worse. Hmm. In my opinion, and lied about it if I remember right. Oh, so that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah, Roseanne has no time for him, so neither should we. George Clooney, see you later. So now yeah. we go move on <laughs> to, uh, um, I don't know. And if you look in the background in that scene, like there's so many cool uh, decorations everywhere. There's like pictures hanging on the wall of like all this creepy stuff. There's dolls in the background, little things hanging everywhere. That lodge is decked out pretty cool. Yeah, it was like a Spirit of Halloween store. <laughs> yeah, before totally. Spirit of Halloween was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, hmm, I should do some research and figure out when Spirit actually started. Because I remember going to one when I was a kid. Um, um, my husband managed one a couple years ago. And I bet we still have the manual somewhere that says all of... That has, like, the history Nice. Yeah. Hey, um, maybe we I'll should do another Halloween episode. We should do a Halloween <laughs> episode of it. Maybe. <laughs> we'll find that manual. I don't know, because it, it might be a little... I don't think you're supposed to really share... I think there was something like I wasn't even supposed to read it. <laughs> well, we're not going to share intimate stuff. We're just going to do <laughs> share the Halloween stuff, the history. I mean, Spirit oh, should um, should want to sponsor us after that. <laughs> Which actually... I think should sponsor us in general. Well, I did contact them about sponsoring the podcast, and they told me, um, hey, thanks for the offer. We're all done with the marketing for this year, but next year, um, send us an email at the beginning of the year. Let us know, and we'll see if we can work something out. So, Spirit, uh, next year I will contact you, and we'll figure something out. <laughs> Get you on the Halloween podcast. So, so yeah, Roseanne is just crazy, and then eventually they leave. Um, uh, well, Kathy even says to Jackie, your sister is insane. <laughs> Or your sister is crazy, I wrote it down. Yeah. And it, everyone just, like, that's just a fact mm-hmm. that everyone, everyone knows. That. knows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you see Roseanne, you think crazy. That's It goes oh. hand in hand. But, uh, mm. yeah, they, they leave, and she, Kathy never wanted to be there. She only went there because of her husband. Her husband asked her to, and and she likes it. She tells him, okay, let's go. We're out of here. And then he just gets up and takes off with her, and they leave. Okay, bye, Dan. Yeah. See you yeah. later, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jerry. And then they take off. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. And then we get to the house and um, back to the house. They're in uh, in their living room. Or not the living room, the uh, bedroom. And Roseanne is the like... Bathroom. Oh, the bathroom. Master bath. Yeah, and she's like angry. She's like brushing her hair angrily. Like, oh, how come Kathy didn't get back to me? Is she too good for me? Like, she can't even get, yeah. get me back or anything? Pranks and stuff is how like Roseanne relates to people mm-hmm. and shows people they care. So for someone not to, for her to have freaked someone out so much and for them not to get back at her, right? It's just like someone not returning like a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was all paranoid at first. If she wanted it, why didn't she just let it happen if it was gonna happen? I, I think that's part of it, though, is that she wanted it so bad that she was just like, okay, I scared her so bad, so it's going to be really bad. And she was almost more excited right. than paranoid. Because she wasn't, like, fearful. Mm-hmm. It was more like, what's going to happen? And i got to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah, Roseanne <laughs> and craziness. Yeah. But so, then they, they leave the bath. Well, Dan's like, okay. It'll happen if it'll happen. If not, it'll it's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah, he does like I said, he doesn't care. He's like, whatever. Doesn't bother him at all. She's the one that's bothered by it. Yeah. 
So they're, they're getting ready to jump in bed, and she pulls the covers off, still angrily, and there's like a ton of snakes there. So many snakes! Yeah, there's, there's How like, do you even get that many snakes? There's like 12 <laughs> of them, or 50 of them. Somewhere around there. And they were just like slithering. It's like, like Indiana Jones level of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all freaked out. I, I don't see them being freaked out by snakes like that. But they were deathly afraid. Like they ran out the yeah, room they, like nothing. Danielle's, it's snakes. They bite and squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> and slimy things. Um, but they were all like, obviously like really live snakes. Most mm-hmm. of them at least were real snakes. Yeah, they were moving around and you can see slithering and tongues hanging out. Yeah, I don't like snakes, so I probably would have jumped into Roseanne's arms. <laughs> I don't like snakes either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they think it's, uh, at first they think it's it's Kathy's. Like, oh, who puts live snakes? She could have killed us. And then the and kids then come down. She's trying to kill us. Yeah. And the kids are like, and oh, the- we're trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids are laughing at them. And, uh, and they, yeah, they do say, no, we're trying to kill you. <laughs> and then Roseanne is angry, and then you just see, like, this look of, of like, happiness and relief go over her head. She's like, oh, my children. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't abandoned the family, yeah. <laughs> So she's all happy that it was them. So yeah. uh, she tells them to go get rid of the snakes, and they all go in and do it. And, uh... Yeah, she's but Kathy, it wasn't from Kathy, so she's still she's still out there is what she says. Yeah. So then waiting. Mm-hmm. What's she gonna do? Nothing, because we she never does anything in the entire episode. <laughs> Even at the very end where when we got the end credits where Dan's finally like, you know what, I'm just gonna set up a cheap prank so yeah. so Roseanne can sleep, so I can sleep and we'll all be happy. <laughs> So he sets yeah. up like this uh, mechanical bucket up uh, up on the, above the front door. So when she lifts up up the box or whatever, um, water falls on her or something, and yeah. um, they they set it up. Uh, they play recording. And it's recording. Kathy's husband who's helping him. Yeah, he's finally <laughs> doing something at least. And, yeah. Uh, sets up kitten recording on on the tape, an actual like cassette tape. Ninety <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> remember that. And uh, and their their portable cassette player was like the size of I don't know just a toaster or something. Oh, so, like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, they push play, and uh, kitten starts meowing. They scratch the door, and Roseanne comes up to the door, and Dan's like, yeah, she's uh, she's looking at it. Um, she's probably gonna either figure it out that it's a bad joke, and then she looks up and the. Uh, water bucket is there she's like oh she's got this big old smile she has a really creepy but <laughs> so happy of a smile on her face yeah <laughs> and uh dan dan's doing like like a monologue and, and he's like yeah mm-hmm. hey, he's he's probably she's probably gonna you know not open the door or she's gonna and then you hear Rosanna in the background saying becky it's for you and she's like oh she's gonna get even even about the snake. Even about the everyone wins. <laughs> and then you hear Becky's voice going, Oh, how cute, a kitten. And then that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. It was, oh, I forgot how much I enjoy it. <laughs> it's it's a good episode. Uh, it's not as Halloween-y as I wanted it to be. 
Um, but I mean, how much more Halloween could they really pack into that thing? They had all the decorations, they had the pranks. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't like Jackie's storyline. Um, even though I'm pretty sure that was her storyline throughout the entire series about her. I was going to say, it's a pretty, pretty general Jackie storyline. Jackie has made lonely. a mistake of who she's been with. Yeah. And is trying to be with someone else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really care for that. Um, Art, I did, I did kind of like Artie's outfit. I thought he looked funny. Um, yeah. Uh, that guy that introduced him was like a cowboy with arrows. In his chest. I counted. It was ten arrows in ten his arrows. chest. <laughs> and it wasn't like the year before. Wasn't Darlene wearing those? I think I, she was. It was. It was definitely a repeat. Of yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Something. Uh, something. I, I do remember seeing those before. Yeah. And uh, what else happened in the episode? That was kind of funny. Uh, the joke in the beginning was very cruel. Um, I can never see anyone ever doing that in real life. But I, I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Macabre. It kind of made me want to do it. Maybe not be so, like, scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. More do it than the, the whole, like, hey, you want to help me uh, take care of the body? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, craziness. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's the episode. There wasn't um, a it... lot of the kids in it, which I thought was. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, good Halloween episode. Uh, I do recommend it if you guys want to check it out. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere. I don't think you can get it on iTunes. I think I checked. I don't think it's there. Um, I don't even think it's on Amazon. I think the only places that you could really find it is if you search for it online. I'm pretty sure you could probably find it somewhere. Um, a bootleg copy of it or if you're uh if you have you know direct tv just search for um, roseanne it's going to come up because it's everywhere and uh just wait for that episode to come on on the dvr get it recorded and watch it it's been a lot of fun yeah yeah all right so i guess that's going to do it for this episode of the halloween podcast thank uh i want to thank sarah for coming on to me uh coming on coming on to me for coming <laughs> on to the show i got i got the stupid jackie storyline in my head yeah. and just can't get rid of it so thank you sarah for coming on the show with me i hopefully i said that right this time and uh yeah thanks to all of you guys for listening this is a patreon bonus show so uh enjoy it it's not going to be on the feed so if you're a patreon supporter thank you so much uh we really do appreciate it it, it good all your donations go to help you know with hosting and all that good stuff uh, equipment all that stuff so um it really does help uh thank you so much and uh, i'm going to be doing some more bonus shows for you guys so stay tuned for all that stuff and until then you can find me on facebook facebook.com slash the halloween podcast give us a like i'm also on twitter at the halloween pod and uh, yeah, send me an email at the Halloween podcast at gmail.com if you want to, uh, you know, give me some comments, some suggestions, anything you want, because uh, the Halloween podcast is going strong on the regular feed. But um, um, I want to find more bonus content for you guys. And then I'm going to start planning the stuff for next year. So um, send me a message, let me know, and I'll see what I can do for you guys. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be it. You guys have a good night.